Are you alarmed at how quickly our culture has been rejecting biblical principles? I am. Over the last decade or so, it is something that is increasing with speed and with frequency. There is seemingly today very little tolerance for Christian values and morals, as it really does seem that a culture war is looming on the horizon. Have you ever given any thought to what you would do if we lost it all? What would you do if we lost every right and every ability to call on the name of the Lord and to worship Him as we presently do? Well, in the book of Daniel, we meet a group of young men who did lose it all. It was a dark time in the history of the nation of Judah. The Babylonian Empire had taken control of the city of Jerusalem, and they were shipping people off to serve as slaves in far-off lands. Among them were four young men, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. These four young men were made eunuchs. Their names were changed. They were taught a new language. And they began to be indoctrinated with the philosophies and the customs of a pagan land. The stage was set for a culture war. In Daniel chapter 1, an issue arose over food. Even though the Jews had very strict kosher dietary laws, the Babylonians still commanded them to eat from the king's table. But these four young men took a stand. In verse 8 of that chapter, the Bible says that Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine which he drank. The key part of that verse is that Daniel made up his mind. In the older translations it reads, he purposed in his heart. The idea is that these young men drew a line in the sand. Even though it was counter to the popular culture of the day, they resolved that they were not going to compromise or cave in. In fact, that purposed heart really characterizes these four young men for the rest of the book of Daniel. In chapter 3, those three young men that we know better as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to worship the golden idol that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, even under the threat of being thrown into a fiery furnace. They determined that whether God was going to save them for the fiery furnace or not, that they were not going to bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar's image. They drew a line in the sand. And then, of course, there's the famous story in Daniel chapter 6, how Daniel was told not to pray to God for 30 days, lest he be thrown into a den of lions. And once again, those threats fell on deaf ears, because Daniel continued to pray just as he always had. Daniel drew a distinct line in the sand. And so what's the takeaway here? Well, the takeaway is that our society could one day take it all away from us. That's a very real possibility. I pray that that doesn't happen. I pray for my children and for my children's children that that never happens. But if it does, are we going to be ready to draw those same lines? Are we making a distinction in our homes now between what is worldly and what is godly? Are we exemplifying Daniel-like courage now in our workplaces and in our schools? Are we taking a definitive stand now for what is right, like those three Jewish boys did long ago? We need to make up our minds. We need to purpose in our hearts now so that when we face our own culture war, we'll be ready.